Welcome to the Glowgetters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Glowgetters podcast. I'm excited you're here for today's episode. It's kind of a funny one. We're going to be talking about what the heck are you working on? And when I say you, I mean your direct report. So I always get a lot of questions from leaders like, how do I tease out what my team is working on and how do I get status updates for them? How do I know exactly what they're doing? Um, so then I can better support them. Uh, I think, and I've talked about this before a little bit, but I think people get really caught up in the fact that they are really just nervous to ask their team members um, for status updates because they don't want to be seen as like that boss who's the micromanager. Um, so I, I totally get that because, yeah, it can feel like you're nitpicking. But I've also said this in a previous episode, and I'll say it again. When you ask about something, it shows the team member that it's important and it's a priority. If you don't ask about it, it's not very kind. And if you decide to ask about it down the road when it's too late and things are overdue and it's sort of a dumpster fire, like that's not fair to them either. So that is something I've already talked about, and I just wanted to reiterate. But the thing is, what I like to do instead of having to nitpick and ask questions is train my direct reports or my leaders, team members, to give me status updates without me having to ask for them. <laughs> it's super nice. It, it leaves me to not have to worry that I'm going to find out that I won't know what's going on. Um, but it also passes that accountability back to that person. They're accountable for their own actions. I've always been the type of leader who's like, y'all are grown adults. (laughs) Like, like I did not join this, you know, this position to manage children. Like I believe in you. I trust you. You're fully capable. Most of you have at least one degree, college degree, and most of you have two college degrees and certifications. Like this isn't about me chasing you. This is about you being accountable for your work and me being like, awesome, let me help you remove barriers. Let's celebrate you and let's share this success up the chain so people, everybody knows about it. So one thing that um, I do with my leaders is that when I when they are first onboarded, I give them a template for an active project list. And it is basically a paper with a grid on it. You can do this in Excel. You can do this in Word. And I actually have a template that is in my leader standard workbook. I will link to it in the show notes so you can check it out and get it for yourself if you want it in PDF form. Essentially, you have the first column is just the goal category. Your projects that your team members are working on should be aligned with the organization's goals or your departmental goals or even their personal development goals for the year. Um, 
everything, not everything's going to be like directly impactful or related, but indirectly things should be aligned in that spirit of the goal. And so I like to have a spot to list like which one, which one of the goals or performance dimensions or categories that your work focuses on, which one is it related to? So it's very clear, like, why am I, why would I want to be working on this? The second column is G slash R for green slash red. So the team member can choose green or red to escalate um, as a means to escalate or share this status update with me. So when they're giving me the project they've already pre-colored in, is this project green or red? And some people are very uncomfortable with that and they want to put yellow or orange, but I really encourage people, it's either on track or off track. Like if there's something to escalate to me while the project's still green but could go red, that's one thing. But like, just be cool with green or red. <laughs> I know it's hard. It's super hard. Um, and so it's just a visual way to manage the work. It's not about judgment or shame. It's about being able to escalate something quickly because during our one-on-ones, um, I've done episodes on one-on-ones before. Sometimes there's just not enough time to talk about their entire project list. And so if we can just go through and see like, let's just talk about the red ones. That is the most efficient, best use of our time. The third column is like the name of the project, right? You're going to have like some running name for it. The fourth column is the status. So uh, there's a couple ways you can use this column. Some people just like add a status update to this section in bullet points each week or however frequently they meet with me. Um, and some people like to just like add a bullet point every time there's an update as like for their own self-management. And then they, um, when they send their list to me before our one-on-one or, or share it with me during our one-on-one, they'll just like highlight or turn the new updates in a different color so that I can tell like, oh, okay, this is a new update since the last time we met. It's a really easy way like I said, to have visual management around the projects. So even if the project isn't red, I can see the new updates on the green projects as well. So that's super helpful. This does mean that the project list tends to get long, but it doesn't matter because we're not really printing these out. We're just like electronically looking at these online, sharing our screen, emailing them, etc. And then the last column is actions needed from one up leader. So this is like really nice column for them to reflect and put specific asks on in this section about the project. Sometimes it's not that specific. It'll just be like, hey, can we make sure that we do talk about this one project, even if it's green, um, just to like call it out so we don't forget. Um, and then sometimes it's more like, hey, I'm tr having trouble connecting with this individual. What should what do you suggest or maybe it's like hey you know can you clarify for me if I'm on the right path or hey you know I'm not really sure what next steps are or maybe it's an accountability for me the leader maybe they're waiting on me for something and I haven't done it yet and so they want to be like hey can I get a status update for them so that's really really helpful so the way that we manage this that I manage it with my team members is when I onboard a new leader I let them know like, hey, I would like you to send me your project list prior to your one-on-one -on -one, if possible. So I know that you're prepared. Um, it can be even the same day, right before the meeting is fine. Um, 
And then if you can't get it to me before the meeting, don't stress about it. Just have it with you when we do meet so that we have something to go by. Um, I will admit, sometimes they just don't have the project list ready because they've been working their booties off. And I know that they are organized and they just haven't had time to update their project list. I am fine with that. I've been in that boat myself where I'm like, hey boss, like I didn't update my project list this week, but I know you know what I'm working on and I have like a list of three things I wanna escalate to you. Okay, great. And still have a prepared, focused one-on-one time. Um, but this is really helpful just to be able to have it ahead of time if possible so that I can skim it before the meeting and be prepared. Especially if they're waiting on something from me, I can like, oh, I can quick take care of that right before the meeting and sort of knock out some of those things for them. So that's the active projects list. So see how it's so much better than me being like, hey, can you tell me about XYZ and why it's not done? Instead, they can come to you and say, hey, this project is red. And here's the barrier I'm coming up against. Can you help me? (laughs) Or if it's not on the list and I'm thinking they're working on it, um, then I can just be like, hey, I don't see this project on the list. You know, where is it in the priority of all these projects? And they might say, I didn't know it was a priority, or they'll say, oh, I forgot to add it. So I know I've kind of mentioned that before on the podcast, but I just think having this active projects list as a way to know, like, what the heck is, are they working on is such a nice tool to have instead of feeling like you have to micromanage and nitpick. It really puts the accountability back on the individual. Now, if people are struggling with the projects, and um, when I say struggling, maybe it's that they feel like they have too many things or too many irons in the fire right now. When you're meeting around this project list, something that you can do if you notice a lot are red, or if they say, oh, no progress on this one in a while, you can say, well, do we need to collaborate and deprioritize some of these things and focus on just a few? And that's such a good time to have that conversation so that they don't feel like they're spread too thin and that they're working on like 18 things. You can just say, okay, like these two things, I really need you to move forward and get these done. So how about this? Work only on these one, two, or three things until those are complete. And then come chat with me and uh, let me know how you're doing and then let's reprioritize. Um, It might also be a sign that you need to move your one-on-ones to more frequent cadence so that you can touch base a little bit more often. I know I've done that recently with one of my direct reports um, just because I'm going out of office for maternity leave. And so I was like, you know, let's move the needle a little bit faster on this project. Let's meet weekly instead of every other week. So I hope that was helpful for you. When you think about new employees and setting expectations up front, I'll do a whole episode on that and what I have in a toolkit, quote unquote, for them, just like I have a leader toolkit course available for you all um, on rolling enrollment whenever you're ready. Um, Just a little plug there. (laughs) Check it out. Info is in the show notes. Um, I give this the employee this project list right away so they know what the expectation is so that it's not a new habit they have to learn. It's just like part of our standard when we have one-on-one meetings is me being prepared to talk with my leader and having the project list filled out um, and taking accountability for my own work um, and not letting time get away from me, but actually 
remembering to follow up on these projects, scheduling active time in my calendar, time blocking to move things forward so that I'm prepared, that I'm efficient, productive in a healthy way without being burned out. All right, everybody, I hope that helps. Remember, you can snag the active projects list freebie in the show notes. Um, I will have it linked for you. And then just just so you know, like there are so many free resources in the free resource library that I would love, love for you to check out. And so make sure you explore those, download those, snag them for yourself. And let me know what ones were helpful. If you grab something, take a screenshot of it and share it with me on Instagram at Kayla Fahey-Arndt. Um, send me an email at kfbearnt at gmail.com. Let me know what's working for you and if you need any help. Um, and then also, if you're loving this, if you've used the Active Project List or any of the other freebies, I would love to hear about your experience in um, the review section of the podcast. So you'll hear it in my outro, but I'll just say it again. I'm drawing for um, reviews to read every week. So when there's a new review, I will draw it and I will send you a I'll give you a shout out right here on the episode and I'll send you some freebies in your inbox. I sent some this morning to Nicole from last week, which was super fun. And, um, and yeah, and just to say thank you and just let me know like how your experiences reviews really help the podcast rank in iTunes or other podcast players so that other people see them. So my goal is to like have the biggest, best positive impact that I can in the leadership world, especially leaders in healthcare or other health allied health related fields. So just please, if you leave a review, that totally helps more people see it. Tell your friends about it, send them the episode and yeah. All right, everybody. Until next time, take care and be a light. Bye now. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I wanted to let you know about something new that I'm doing. If you could please leave me a rating and review on iTunes or write in your Apple Podcasts app, I would so appreciate it. Each week, I'm going to be doing a drawing and sending an email to a winner just to say thank you with some treats, tips, and a little bit of extras because I really want to get this podcast out to more people and I want to hear how it's helping you getting feedback about what you love to hear about and what you love about the podcast so I can keep doing that. Also, if you'd like to connect with me on a deeper level, check out my website at glowgetterslife.com. You'll find links to my About Me page so you can learn about me and my journey in leadership. You'll find links to my blog, my podcast for more episodes, and to my YouTube channel. And you can also find links to the templates and leadership planners I've created, as well as my free resource library. All right. Thanks so much. And until next time, be a light.